Welcome to the Wisdom Journey. Today, Stephen begins our time in the book of Jeremiah. Friend, neither your inabilities nor the negative responses you might receive can hinder God's plan and work in you. He chose you, directs you, and equips you to serve Him. As you serve God faithfully, you can be sure that His work is being accomplished. This is the principle we learn in Jeremiah 1, and Stephen called this lesson the call of Jeremiah. John McCutcheon, the famous illustrator, uh, drew a cartoon uh, on one occasion of the 100th anniversary of Abraham Lincoln's birth. Uh, The drawing uh, showed two men standing on the edge of a snow-covered forest in Kentucky on a cold February morning in 1809. One man asked the other, well, what's the news around here? And the other man answered, oh, nothing much. Well, there's a new baby over at Tom Lincoln's cabin. That's, that's all. You know, nothing ever happens around here. <laughs> well, the truth is, in the light of history, incredibly important things often begin to unfold with the cry of some unimportant, or at least assumed, newborn baby. Think of the births of Isaac, Samuel, John the Baptist, and most importantly, Jesus Christ. They each set the stage for a brand new chapter in God's plan for the ages. Well, an Old Testament priest and his wife experience the birth of a baby boy, and he's, he's going to become the mouthpiece for God during a very critical time in Israel's history. The baby's name is Jeremiah. In the first verse of the book that bears his name, we're told that Jeremiah was the son of Hilkiah, one of the priests who were in Anathoth in the land of Benjamin. Anathoth was a city northeast of Jerusalem that had been given to the descendants of Aaron back in Joshua chapter 21. God's prophets in the Old Testament were called from various backgrounds. And Jeremiah would have been following his father's footsteps and becoming a priest. In fact, we read here in verse 2, the word of the Lord came to him in the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, in the 13th year of his reign. Well, Jeremiah is actually going to serve the Lord during the reigns of five different kings, and he's going to preach to the nation for more than 40 years. And let me tell you, that's going to be a tough assignment Remember, he's nicknamed the weeping prophet for a reason. He's going to shed a lot of tears over the destruction of Jerusalem by the Babylonians, the burning of the glorious temple of Solomon, and the captivity of God's people. In fact, at one point, Jeremiah is going to be thrown into an empty well or cistern, and he's going to be left to die. Why? Well, because he delivered the truth and he lived for God. Maybe you're not having the best time of your life right now. Maybe you're under tremendous pressure, and and all you're doing is the right thing. All you're saying is the truth. I want you to be encouraged as we set sail now through the life and times of Jeremiah. He would know how you feel. Now, here in chapter 1, we're given uh, the call of Jeremiah to be God's prophet. 
And God calls him by giving him some rather uh, stunning news here in verse 5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. The truths revealed in this one verse could fill an entire book. And they happen to have application to each of our lives. God says to Jeremiah here, I formed you in the womb. The Hebrew verb here for formed means to fashion, to literally shape, to mold like a potter crafts a clay jar. Jeremiah was the creative handiwork of God. Every strength Jeremiah had and every weakness, every ability and every disability had been woven into him by the hand of his creator. Beloved, that's true for you, and that's why your fingerprint, uh, your voice print, your face can now be used for security clearance because there's nobody else like you on the planet. You are a designer-made, one-of-a-kind creation of God. But notice God goes back in time and tells Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. One author put it this way, before Jeremiah knew God, God knew Jeremiah. Before, before Jeremiah knew anything about God, God knew everything about Jeremiah. Before you and I ever realized that God was important to us, we read here the truth that we were already important to God. Listen, the truth that we are created by God, that we're important to God, that that changes the way we view ourselves. We don't become important to God, you know, if we somehow manage to become important to other people. Beloved, the fact that you matter to God is proved by God fashioning you and and seeking you and calling you to himself. But there's still more here in verse 5. Not only did God form Jeremiah in the womb and know him, everything about him, even before he formed him in the womb. He also says to the prophet here, before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. This is amazing. This means your life isn't a puzzle and you just have to be clever enough to figure out how all the pieces fit together. No, God has already figured out your life. You're to simply walk with him. He he unfolds it. Uh, for you. He puts each piece together one day at a time. Now, even after all this amazing revelation here to Jeremiah, I got to tell you, it doesn't automatically make Jeremiah, you know, want to go throw a party. Frankly, he isn't all that excited about being commissioned as a prophet to this disobedient nation. Jeremiah responds to God here in verse 6 by saying, I do not know how to speak. For I am only a youth. The Hebrew word for youth here can refer to a young adult. Jeremiah is probably around 20 years old at this time, and he's already convinced of two things. Did you notice? Number one, he's not a very good preacher. He's not eloquent. Number two, he doesn't have enough on his resume. He's inexperienced. Well, uh, notice the Lord's response to him here in verse 9. Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Well, and that's the important issue here. It isn't Jeremiah's resume. The important thing is God's revelation. You see, God isn't handicapped by our handicaps. 
Don't get so caught up with your lack of ability that you forget God's sufficiency. And God is effectively saying here, Jeremiah, you just go deliver my word. I'm going to put that in your mouth. Then here in verse 10, the Lord now gives Jeremiah a preview of his ministry. See, I have set you this day over nations and over kingdoms to pluck up and to break down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. In other words, Jeremiah's message is going to bring judgment on those who don't believe and blessing on those who do. Now, with that, the Lord gives two visions to Jeremiah. Here in verse 11, Jeremiah sees an almond branch. Now, the almond tree blossoms early, so this is a sign that spring is is coming. The idea here is that Jeremiah's ministry is a signal that, that God's promises are going to come to pass very soon. The second vision is here in verse 13. Jeremiah sees a boiling pot facing away from the north. Now, this refers to the disaster that's going to come from the north. It's a reference to the Babylonian army, and that's going to come from the north down to Jerusalem, and it's going to burn Jerusalem uh, to the ground. So here you have it. This is Jeremiah's call to a prophetic ministry. The Lord is sending him to deliver a message that, that people are going to need to hear, and sadly, most of them aren't going to listen at all. Uh, but one day, this prophet is going to stand before God, and he's going to be rewarded not because people listened to him or followed him, but because he followed God and he faithfully delivered God's word. Now, here's what Jeremiah understood. We all need to understand the same thing today. Success in God's eyes isn't measured by how many people listen to you, how many people you know get your sermons downloaded, or how many people uh, follow you. Uh, that you influence. Now, success is accepting the fact that God created you the way you are and gave you a purpose in life that he is uniquely designed for you. And that purpose might not appear all that impressive today. It might, it, you know, it might just be another load of laundry. It might be another bushel of corn to harvest. It might be another Sunday school lesson to write. But trust the Lord. Walk with him. And like Jeremiah, leave everything else up to your Creator, your Redeemer. Just remember, beloved, before God ever formed you in the womb, He knew everything about you. Well, until our next wisdom journey, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. That was Stephen Davey. He called this lesson, The Call of Jeremiah. He'll continue through Jeremiah and then all the rest of God's word in the days ahead. We have a gift for you today. Stephen has a booklet called The Coming Tribulation. All you need to do is complete a simple form and we'll send it to your inbox right away. Visit wisdomonline.org right now. There's a link right on that page that will direct you. Thanks for being with us today. I'm glad you took the time. Join us next time as we continue traveling along this wisdom journey. 